Hi, welcome to Joyful Projects, where we're going to explore the secret to real excellence and transforming our ideas into a reality, what a lot of folks will call a project. Hey, I'm Paul Armstrong, and, and I've spent a lot of years uh, trying to explore what it really means to enable joy and work, and I'm looking forward to sharing my insights with you over these podcasts. You know, my desire is to help those of you who have a responsibility to get a project done, to transform that idea into a reality. And, and there's probably a team of you off to do that, that we can set you up to understand how you may want to lead that in a better way. And you know what? Most of what I'm going to share with you is going to make sense to you. But there are some twists, okay? One, I'm not going to use the word that you see almost in every book on how to do a project. It's called manage or management. I'm not using that word. I find it confusing. I find most people have kind of this flimsy definition of it. So let's not go there. Interestingly enough, though, I am going to be consistent. So we're going to build on and really give you a different perspective, a joyful project engaging excellence perspective on many of the same concepts. We're going to build on that. So we're not throwing it away. Now, here's probably the interesting twist that when I was looking and trying to understand what it meant to enable joy and work and, and the idea of a joyful project, I ended up not finding the answer in the office or in the textbooks. I found it while I was preparing a class for Sunday school in Genesis. And there it was right there in the beginning of Genesis. And then I see it again in the beginning of, of the New Testament. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to make sure that we take Sunday's message and bring it to bear in Monday's mission. That's pretty cool. That's why I'm, I'm really excited. And I look forward to your feedback, positive, negative, whatever. Okay. So please subscribe. Then you'll know when the next podcast shows up. And Hey, if you want to know more about me and my philosophy on enabling joy and work, go to enablingjoy.com. Okay, it's all one word, enablingjoy.com. So let's get moving here. We are on episode number five. So let's take a look back. In episode number four, what we did was we started to look at the complementary uh, set of pillars that we're talking about. So our first set of pillars were the three that were about enabling joy, about connecting, creating value, contributing. And then we said, hey, there's three for engaging excellence. We talked about the rational four, and that's what we talked about the last episode. And then there was also the relational three that we're going to probably address in the next episode. And then the readiness two. And you probably already started to see a bit of an archetype here. Oh, three here, three there. <laughs> that's kind of interesting. Overall, we're going to have three big pillars. I'm going to tell you about the third one coming up in another episode. And then when you saw the ones under engaging excellence, you probably saw a little pattern there. The rational four, the relational three, the readiness two. For those of you who have a background in Myers-Briggs, you probably saw it right away. Rational, relational, <laughs> TNF. Uh, for those of you who may have read the book Switch by the Heath Brothers, which is an awesome book, you probably saw something there. He talks about the rational rider, the emotional elephant, and clearing the path. That's pretty cool. And you also probably saw it if you do any sort of work in performance improvement, where to make sure you're addressing everything, we talk about people, process, and technology. So that's kind of cool, huh? So given that backdrop, let's really make sure that we get a nice, good grasp on enabling joy. And what does joy really mean? So today we're going to, we're going to spend a little more time on, on the whole idea of bringing Sunday's message into Monday's mission. So for that, I'm going to first uh, go back and, and read a line from Sean Acor's book. Now he, his name of his book is The Happiness Advantage. 
And the subtitles is How a Positive Brain Fuels Success in Work and Life. And he then goes into the difference between, you know, happiness and deep happiness. But he has an interesting line. He says, for me, happiness is the joy we feel striving after our potential. Pretty ominous line there. Notice it's not the joy after we reach our potential. It's the joy in striving for that potential. For me, that lines up pretty well with the words from that we heard from Mother Teresa where joy is strength. Happiness is the strength we feel striving after our potential. With that in mind, let's, let's dig into John chapter 15, verses uh, 7 through 11, okay? Now, and this is, is Jesus' discourse, and he's talking about the vine and the branches. So let's listen to Jesus here. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. Wow. Wow. Think about the excitement here. Excitement here. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want. Okay, that's pretty neat. But then, if you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. Wow, that's pretty cool. And then Jesus says, here's why I'm telling you this. It's so that my joy may be in you. Let's use Mother Teresa. My strength may be in you. And it's kind of neat because the word joy now starts to open up for us. This is deep. This is powerful. This is awesome. And then that the one, and your joy may be complete. Wow. Wow. Everything I need to go forward in life and do God's will. I'll have it. I'll have it. And then I can bear much fruit and become his disciple. Remember where the word disciple comes from. It's the same word we get discipline. Okay, it doesn't just mean I'm listening, I'm here, I'm part of the game. No. When you remember that it's lined up with discipline, it means we, we willfully, intentionally pay attention, internalize, adopt, believe, and follow. And we're going to bear much fruit. Bear much fruit. That's kind of cool. It ties in with the metaphor he has about the vine and the branches. St. Paul in Galatians gives us a pretty neat definition of that. That's where he's talking about, you know, he's going to start out there in chapter 5 around verse 21. He's talking about, you know, occasions of envy, drinking bouts, orgies, and like, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. In contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love 
joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Isn't that cool? Look what's in the list alongside love. Okay, that was the words Jesus was using, remain in my love, okay? You'll remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. Okay, that's neat. The next word is joy. He said, I've told you that so my joy may be in you. But now look at the rest of the list that St. Paul unpacks for us. Peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Now imagine as we're leading projects, What sort of project, what sort of team are we going to have when we are fully celebrating, fully using the gifts of the spirit of peace? Wow, that sounds like a better meeting, doesn't it? Patience. Wow. Kindness. Generosity. Faithfulness. Gentleness. Self-control. So the beginning of that was love, joy. What I'd like to suggest is take a look at those verses. Take a look at John 15, verses 7 through 11. You probably want to read it in the whole context. Read all of John 15. Take a look at Galatians chapter 5. Read what leads up to it a little bit after it. Make sure it's in context. And I think you'll walk away starting to appreciate how powerful the path is that we are starting to pave here on unpacking what a joyful project really means, what enabling joy and work is really calling us to do. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. The next episode, we're going to unpack the relational three. That'll be fun. Down the road, we're going to continue to weave in how we bring Sunday's message into Monday's mission. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are also. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye.